Hello everyone, the Lord be with you. We continue in Mark chapter 3 verses 19b to 35 today. Religious leaders accuse Jesus of getting his power from Satan and then Jesus describes his true family. So Mark chapter 3 beginning at 19b. Then Jesus entered a house and again a crowd gathered so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him for they said, he's out of his mind. And the teachers of the law who came down from Jerusalem said, he is possessed by Beelzebul, by the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. So Jesus called them over to him and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying he is an impure spirit. Then Jesus, mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him and they told him, Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers? he asked. Then he looked at those who see, those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, in Fresh from the Word today, Mark Woods um, speaks of, uh, entitles his, his reflection, The Unforgivable Sin and How to Avoid It. Key verses are verses 28 to 30. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. And he said this because they were saying he has an impure spirit. So so Mark writes, there is more than one sad story of someone who's convinced themselves they have committed the sin against the Holy Spirit and can never be forgiven. These people, the poet and hymn writer William Cowper was one of them, are invariably suffering from a form of mental illness. In the form in which Jesus puts his solemn warning, this sin is practically impossible to commit. At this stage of his ministry, he has been accused of being in league with the devil and doing his miracles by the power of Satan. He answers his critics by pointing out how absurd 
how absurd the, ch- the charge is. But he also says that such a fundamental wrongness about him and his work has eternal consequences. Anyone who believes Jesus is evil, even members of his own family, is outside any kind of moral framework. No one would really say this today. Even the fiercest opponents of Christianity never have a bad word to say about Jesus. But this doesn't mean that what he says here is irrelevant. When Jesus walked the earth, God was doing something new and good. But many people refused to accept it. Suspicious and hostile, they clung to what they knew and wouldn't see that God was offering them something wonderful. We can't commit the unforgivable sin. I'm going to repeat that. Mark says we can't commit the unforgivable sin. But... We can still resist good things just because they're different and we haven't seen them before. When we do that, we put ourselves on the wrong side of God's intentions for us. So look out for the good things of God, everyone. Because if we try and resist things because we think this is too good to be true, um, we might be missing out on some wonderful things from God. And just remembering that we cannot commit the unforgivable sin. Not if we're truly followers of Jesus. So his thought for today is, have there been times when I've failed to see God at work because I haven't liked or trusted someone when I should have done? Have there been times when I failed to see God at work because I haven't liked or trusted someone when I should have done. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you that your grace and mercy are new every morning. Help us to be open to the new things you are doing, even if they seem strange or disturbing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Most generous God, by whose bountiful goodness we are so often surprised. We have set limits on what we believe you can do and denied our own part in your world. We have acted as though the wine will run out and failed to live by the hope we proclaim. Forgive us for our low expectations and thank you that we can always be forgiven for our sins. Teach us to trust you to watch for your glory, to be generous ourselves and to serve those around us, that your love for your world will be celebrated today and forever. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And in our parish prayers uh, today, uh, we pray for the environment. Lord, we pray for the changes in our climate, for extremes of drought and famine, rising seas and floods. And we particularly remember our town and other parts of the nation this day 
uh, just coming out the other side of heavy rains and flooding. So we pray for the impact on all species, habitats and communities who are the most affected. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those working to reduce harmful impacts of human consumption, such as pollution, deforestation and extinction due to our greed and inability to share. We pray for the beauty of your creation, from the wild landscapes for endangered species, to our local parks, nature reserves, gardens and our own churchyard in Sorby Bridge. We pray for change, so the earth you created is once again seen as good for all living things. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For our streets today, we pray for all who live and work in Watson Mill Lane, West Parade, Wharf Street, Willow Crescent, Willow Dean Avenue, Willow Gardens and Willow Hall Drive. May your presence be in those places, Lord. May they know peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So as we uh, go about our day, um, I'm just going to read um, a little bit again from today's reading because I'm thinking, what did he say again? And um, it, it may be a bit complex to think about that unforgivable sin, but let me just read the last paragraph again. He says that when Jesus walked the earth, God was doing something new and good, but many people refused to accept it. Suspicious and hostile, they clung to what they knew and wouldn't see that God was offering them something wonderful. We can't commit the unforgivable sin, but we can still resist good things just because they're different and we haven't seen them before. When we do that, we put ourselves on the wrong side of God's intentions for us. So as we go, let us remember that we stand together as people of God, each of us having received amazing love and gifts of grace from God. We journey on bearing God's love to others, that everyone might experience the joy hope, courage and gifts of God. So continue on in love to serve our God. 
and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ. Amen. <laughs>